You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, August the 6th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. In last night's terrorist shooting attack on Nachalat Binyamin Street in Tel Aviv, municipal security guard Chen Amir, a 42-year-old Batyam resident, was murdered. He is survived by his wife and three daughters. Amir held an organ donor card and his family donated his organs for transplant. The terrorist, a resident of the Jenin area, had raised the suspicions of the security officers. Amir and his colleague approached the terrorist who opened fire and tried to escape. Amir's partner gave chase and fatally shot the attacker. The terrorist was identified with Islamic Jihad and a letter was found on him describing his intentions to carry out an attack. Israeli security forces last night mapped out the terrorist's home in preparation for its possible demolition. Two Israelis have been arrested for suspected murder in Friday's clashes between Palestinians and Israeli settlers who converged on the Ramallah-area village Burqa, resulting in the fatal shooting of 19-year-old Kusai Matan, a Palestinian. The Israelis' lawyers say that their clients acted in self-defense. One of the Israelis, Ofra resident Yechiel Indor, is believed to have opened fire. Indoor is currently hospitalized in serious condition after being struck by a rock thrown by Palestinians. The other detainee, Alicia Yered, is suspected of obstruction of the investigation. He is a former spokesperson for Otzma Yehudit Knesset member Limor Son Harmelech. According to reports, the Israelis arrived in the area to herd sheep on Palestinian-owned land, leading to the clashes between the Israelis and Palestinians from the village. Both sides hurled rocks at each other, and the Israeli side fired at the Palestinians, leaving the 19-year-old Palestinian dead. Reacting to Friday's violence, the United States condemned what it called the terror attack by Israeli extremist settlers. In a separate tweet, Washington also condemned last night's terrorist shooting attack in Tel Aviv and other recent terrorist attacks against Israelis. Former former senior security service officials have joined a petition lodged by a senior Israel Air Force officer against the reasonability law, the coalition legislation that limits judicial review of governmental decisions. Among the petitioners, former heads of the Shin Bet Security Service, Director Nadav Argaman and Yuval Diskin, and Reserve Generals Tal Russo, Nimrod Sheffer, and Ronnie Numa. The petition argues that cancellation of the reasonability clause could leave Israeli security establishment personnel vulnerable to prosecution at the International Court in The Hague. The identity of the petitioner, a reserve colonel who serves as an advisor on IDF operations in the Gaza Strip, is barred from publication because of his classified position. Protests were held around the country last night against the government judiciary overhaul for a 31st consecutive week. The central rally was held in Tel Aviv. In other news, Foreign Minister Eli Cohen says that the Palestinian issue will not be an obstacle on the road to peace with Saudi Arabia. In an interview with a Saudi newspaper, the foreign minister also said that the Hezbollah leader, Shah Hassan Nasrallah, is weak and hiding in his bunker like a mouse. 
Israel can send Lebanon back to the Stone Age, Cohen warned, against the backdrop of increasing tensions in the northern sector. A Khan reporter says Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is inclined not to present for a vote at the scheduled security cabinet meeting planned gestures to boost the Palestinian Authority. They will apparently be discussed in a separate meeting without a vote. A minister in the forum said that discussing the gestures to ease the situation for Palestinians following a fatal attack wouldn't look good. Meanwhile, the Palestinian Authority conveyed a message to Israeli counterparts that if Israel does not approve the gestures, the Palestinians would not participate in an upcoming joint summit, this according to Khan. In other news, a new wage agreement has been signed for teachers in the Hebrew language learning Ulpan programs of the Education Ministry. The the wage agreement was signed in the presence of the Ministers of Finance, Education and Absorption, as well as the head of the teachers' union. In Georgia, an Israeli child died in a three-story fall from a hotel in Tbilisi. The foreign ministry said the Israeli consulate and department for Israelis abroad were dealing with the matter. The weather outlook, slightly warmer, hot and dry in the hills and inland, hazy along the coast, slightly cooler tomorrow, but still hot and dry in the hills and inland. Tuesday will be cooler. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 33, Tel Aviv 32, Haifa 29, Beersheba 37, and in Eilat going up to 41 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.